me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. You there! This is Dave and Jason. Hey! From DC On Screen. It's that time again. We need help from you to grow our show. But keep listening because there's something in it for you. Give us a five star written review on iTunes for a chance to win a free DC trade paperback, DVD, or Blu ray valued at $15 or less. One in ten will win. The winner will be randomly selected with a number generator on random.org and announced on one of our news episodes. It's pretty simple, really. Free stuff. Hooray! Anyway, yeah, seriously, do that. It helps us a lot. It's, like, so good. Anyway, sit back. Enjoy this brand new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 215. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Woo! <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I really don't. I was... You became a... You became a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to do like a faint woo and something happened in my throat. I don't really know what happened. All righty. Uh, I'm going to do some vocal exercises be... while you're doing the recap. <laughs> we're going to be getting super spoilery and talking the Flash 301 Flashpoint to recap. It's back. Since saving his mother. It's back, guys. Since saving his mother from Eobard Thawne, Barry has imprisoned Thawne. In an ill-defined speed-dampening chamber made of glass and metal bars. <laughs> and has spent the last three months living with his parents. That sounds kind of sad. There's a f- new Flash in town. <laughs> it Kid seems Flash. so much more fun when you're watching it, right? Right. There's a new Flash in town, Kid Flash, which is Wally. And he's working with Iris to take down crime in Central City, which just so happens to be primarily this cat named Edward Claris, the rival Joe's an alcoholic now. Cisco is a billionaire. Caitlin is a children's eye doctor. And Julio Mendez is the police captain. Mm-hmm. And Barry is losing his memories of the original timeline every time he uses his speed. With Wally on the brink of death from a battle with the rival, Barry decides he has to let Thawne kill his mother. Returning to his own time, however, Barry finds that things are not how he left them. Well, Can I just say, when I saw Julio Mendez was the captain, I squealed. <laughs> Why? And had to pause the show, and then I had to bury my face in a pillow and scream. Okay, I I had nothing like that reaction. Please explain. <laughs> do you not do you not remember Julio Mendez? Apparently not. Blow my mind. Um, remember in the '90s Flash series, the guy who was oh, uh, Barry's friend? Yeah, that was him. Yeah, blind guy from Becker. I don't recognize him without the giant glasses or the dreads. 
Right. Well, that was him. Even like, Barry called him. Like I heard the voice. I was like, no. And then like we see him. I was like, no. And then he's like, Captain Mendez. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. That's fantastic. <laughs> I was like, why can't you be on the show all the time? He was fun, even on the '90s weird version. So anyway, um, yes, very happy with Captain Mendez. That's all they really needed to give me. I don't give a shit. That's it. That's all I need. Yeah. They gave me so much more. I don't know where Eobard Thawne was using the bathroom. They the 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 CW universe refuses to answer questions about bathrooms. That is a thing. Well, you know, there the the writers seem and producers seem to be big fans of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And there's all. I think that might be a reference. Oh, the the famous. I'm hoping it's a reference. Where's the restroom? Where are the bathrooms? Yeah. 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 Maybe I don't know. That, that might be a stretch. It might just be like they're like, oh, why? Why do you need that? Oh, you don't need that. All right. Um, I'm just hoping. I'm assuming that. Well, I mean, you know, no, never mind. He was in a speed dampening. I don't know how glass and metal bars make a speed <laughs> dampening chamber. That one's a weird I one. I just don't. I just don't. But I was going to be like, well, I mean, if he's, he's got he's a reverse flash, which means that anything he eats, all those curly fries he's eating, you know, if he just, he probably doesn't even have waste. It probably just uses up every he's bit of every... 100% you know. efficient. But I was like, nope, the glass dampening chamber thing, probably, no. No, there's not going to be... I'm, I'm just going to throw out a couple of words like, I don't know, electromagnetically activated Faraday cage. Okay. I throw all that together and see if it makes a if it makes any sense. I'm just saying there should be a Folgers bucket in there. That's all I'm saying. Just something. And I would think he would stop wearing that suit because it looks hot. It does. <laughs> I I mean, maybe he's just kind of, you know, nothing else actually under there, and he's a little shamed. Maybe. maybe he's just a, a, little, you, a little shy. Why would he run around naked in that thing? Why wouldn't you? I'll tell you what. If someone ever imprisons me and holds me hostage and only brings me food <laughs> once a week, I'm going to get naked intentionally. Because if they're going to do that to me, they're going to have to. Okay. they're going to have to sit there and look at my naked-ass body while they do that. Okay. That'll be my little... I don't know, silent protest. Here's my wang. Thanks for the fries. Hey, you know what? The last thing, if I was in prison, the last thing I think I would do is give them more things to pull off. Oh, you make a fine point. I'm, I'm assuming a, a very <laughs> singular prison here. Oh, yeah. But they didn't. So, uh, along the line. Short of the fact that I don't know how the hell the, the iron bars are holding in reverse flash, they, their dialogue was fantastic. Yeah, I don't either. I'm like, does is there glass over those iron bars? What's happening? I don't know. Faraday Cage. Um, I, yeah, I yeah, I did enjoy the one day soon Barry will be begging me to kill her again. Uh-huh. That was mm-hmm. good. Um, what comment, Amy? Time. Yeah, like I think he may have outfawned Thawne. Really? Like, yeah, I think he may have outdone Tom Cavanaugh. Oh, yeah. When when he realizes that Barry is like losing his memory every time he uses his speed, uh-huh. like the he, the way he cracked up, I was just like, holy shit, you're an evil son of a bitch. <laughs> I've been wondering that though, with the the guy playing Thon, uh, did he go back and like look at the way Harrison Wells was being played? I don't know because I've almost forgotten it. I, yeah, I have too. Like, I mean, that we're so used to Harry now that we've almost forgotten that Kevin All was uh, so so deeply involved. But I just I, I, I it would have been would have been nice if he had gone back and taken some of the aspects of of Harrison Wells when he was in the chair and like worked them into his portrayal. Yeah, he may have, but at the same time. You know him playing th- uh, him th- playing Wells. He was he'd been pretending to be Wells for so many years. He was probably just like you know. I would I would think it, it would come be like become Wells part of his with personality at that point. Yeah, yeah. Like undercover cops who never quite come back the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, speaking of bathroom uh, dilemmas. Oh God. What? Um, what? So Barry <laughs> finds Joe uh, passed out on his couch, 
and says, I'm sorry about uh-huh. this, Joe. Like, yeah. Did he, like, bathe him? Or did he just throw some deodorant on and I change clothes? He... And... Either way, it seems like a violation. It seemed a little a little odd. I, mm-hmm. I, I suppose he might have just, like, changed shirts on the guy and, you know, slipped on a suit and shoved him in the, uh, mm-hmm. shoved him in the elevator. Now, I did love, um, <laughs> remember, I have a hangover and a gun. Mm-hmm. That was good. We just love all versions of Joe. Lounge singer Dick we Joe's did. fun. Best dad in the world, uh, Joe's great. Our buddy uh, Matthew Ryan Cronin wrote to us on Facebook, spoiler for early Flash, I love Drunk Joe. Uh-huh. Drunk Joe was fantastic. And you know, we'll probably enjoy <laughs> uh, Detached from his daughter, Mopey Joe, just as much, once we get to know him. Mopey Joe! Mopey Joe! Uh, our buddy Christopher White wrote in to us about the Flash premiere. He said, overall, I loved it. There are a lot of aspects missing from the Flashpoint paradox that I was wishing were there. But I thought it was awesome how the end of the episode with Wally and Joe mirrored what happened to Barry and Joe in the very first episode. Given that they were going that route, I thought they were going to show us the finale of season one from future Flash's perspective. I guess that would have actually fixed his current Sans Iris existence. When he finally does fix the timeline, do you think it will tie into the season one finale? I would assume so. It better. It better. Well, sure, yeah. Because I didn't see him. I didn't see him wave at himself. Like, no, you know. Um, I'm wondering. And Roland Smoker wrote us and said he was disappointed that Eddie Thawne didn't show up. Oh, well, he might be there now. Yeah, he might be. We only saw three people in the new universe. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And uh, something about the timing of this episode I'm very happy with. Like, this is the first. This is episode one of the CW verse, right? Like, this season. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy if they were going to reset time like twice in one episode, if you include the previously on. Um,. Mm-hmm. that this happened first because now whatever like when i watched air the next night well that's all fine and it's reset and it's we're good to go i'm not like if i'd seen an episode of air in between mm-hmm. and they tried this again i'd have been pissed that's an interesting take because bethany and i were talking about it bethany was my girlfriend for the listeners who don't know uh and we were talking about how like it was we felt like it was maybe an episode short like we didn't really want it to go three episodes for flashpoint but we just two would have been good yeah, right. I think they're gonna go like a few. Well, I mean, Flashpoint is technically over now. Now it's just the problem that happens after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, we tried to fix it, and we still and didn't. everything's bad. I'm mm-hmm. considering it kind of Flashpoint 1.5. Yeah, uh, which it, we've still got what I'll call like a Flashpoint event. He still went back, changed shit, and and, and he shouldn't have. So, so am I? Am I remembering this correctly? Is the only thing, the actual only thing that the only reason he went back to and let Thawn kill his mother was that it was just because Wally was about to die and Joe was an alcoholic. Were those the only two things? Because those were the only things I remember being bad. <laughs> like, like, go save Wally and send him into rehab, man. We'll get this fixed, right? And they weren't even like, hey, Wally is definitely going to die. They were like, yep, he's he's not good. I, that's not a reason to go kill your mother again, Barry. No, I, I I gathered, though, that it was more about the threats that Reverse Flash was making. And that that laugh was pretty damning when you when you got to think about it. Like, what they're dealing mm-hmm. with is, like, as Flash forgets his memories of the other universe, it, I, I thought that was kind of taking a bigger toll on him. I'm not sure if they described how much of a toll that was really taking, though. Um, well, I mean, it seemed like he was uh, pulling the old Kirk, you know. Like, he was walking around like he'd eaten some bad tacos. Yeah. And uh, and I, I didn't know if that was going to be something that was a real problem for him, or if he was just going to eventually forget everything and move on. Um, I mean, in mm-hmm. the in the Flashpoint books, like it, his forgetting everything didn't seem to kill him. It's not like that's he's not mm-hmm. inextricably tied to the memories of this universe. But right. it seemed to be more about the Reverse Flash saying that like everything is going to unravel. You're mm-hmm. 
Like he was just seeing little bits of proof that, yeah, he was definitely going to lose everything. Okay. I mean, that was the implication that they were making, but he was acting sick. I don't think they actually said that out loud. That he, <laughs> I know there's the, like the time rates were probably going to be coming after him. You'd think. I mean, that's got to be a major violation, right? I mean, he makes a replica of himself and the time rates come after him. Yeah. He makes a time remnant, I mean. Yeah. And now and he stays three months in Flashpoint. <laughs> yeah. Why is he hanging around Flashpoint for three months without a time wraith jumping on that? Well, maybe the, you know. creating something that big is, is hard to hunt down if you're a wraith. Well, either that or, you know, something... It might have been Flashpoint is a thing that had to happen. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's part of the paradox of it. <laughs> it's like, it has to happen. No, oh, um... Anyway. Something else I, I did notice, though, is, like, it seemed like in the fight, when he was forgetting stuff, he was forgetting his iconic moments that built his speed up. And it did seem like he was slower mm-hmm. as a result of it. Mm-hmm. Like, he was he was losing speed actively, because he'd forgotten all those training, all those lessons he'd learned with uh, with Harry and Harrison over the years. Mm-hmm. I guess he was never going to be the... Uh, the speedster, he, he could have been if he kept forgetting everything. Oh, uh, how much did you like the line, um, who wants to meet the Speed Force first? I wrote it down. Yeah. I was like, how the hell does the rival know about the Speed Force? <laughs> like, just how? And meeting it. Is there a Max Mercury out there somewhere, like, preaching? Oh, man, don't say shit like that and get my hopes up. Oh, why not? It'd be easy, it easy to have a church of the church of the Speed Force. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> I want it, though. That feels like a season five. It does. It feels like a sliders type of thing. Like Church of the Sliders, you know? Oh, yeah. Like Church of the Speed Force type of situation. Oh, I'm I, down for it now, though. Let's do this. I found, I, I, I knew I'd written down some line that was a little bit descriptive of, uh... All right, so Reverse Flash is, um, threats. I think it culminated with, you go to hell, you're taking both of us there. Mm-hmm. And then the great, the great callback. Now who's the villain, Flash? Mm-hmm. Guy was like spittle was flying from his mouth, like he was he was chewing that scenery, buddy. Yeah, I was, I was digging, digging it. it. Yep, he was. I was digging it. He was doing a great <laughs> job in that little box. See, this is what happens, writers. When you make a good show, we're willing to overlook stupid shit like there being no bathroom. Yeah, or glass. Yeah, glass. I mean, we'll still chat about it, but we don't care. Dampening things. Yeah. <laughs> like, there were some genuinely disturbingly stupid things in this episode. I enjoyed the hell out of mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Wally's origin dude, story is, uh, is apparently like car based, right? That's, His origin story is kind of almost like I don't know. It's, it's almost it's too bad. right for the kid who liked drag racing. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like I, I watched an episode no, of Smallville. No show. You do what you do. <laughs> you do you. I'm like, does someone jump back and look through some files of old episodes of Smallville? <laughs> Just find some hidden gems. The um oh man, did you enjoy Cisco as much as I did? Uh, maybe. I don't know how much you enjoyed him. I enjoyed yeah, about Ball that. and asked Cisco a lot, man, a lot. Stop bringing strangers in my lab. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed him. He was, you know, a little detached for Cisco, but you know, I know he was supposed to be a different version of Cisco. Uh, he was fun. Um, I liked. I mean, it was it was fun to watch him. You know. Make a twenty million dollar offering offer on a company just on his way into work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. absolutely yeah he was enjoying it but as much as I was enjoying watching him uh, be a billionaire it was it was it was fun and you could tell he was enjoying kind of playing a little bit different mm-hmm. um, as fun as that was I'm going to enjoy much more if we get it back to the right timeline and Barry tells him yeah there was another timeline where you were a billionaire I met you, you like 
you were the richest man on earth and you ran Star Labs and it was all like intact. Yeah. The look on Cisco's face when he realizes he could have been a billionaire. Yeah, well, it'd be like, how? And Barry would be like, I don't know, apps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. He's like, well, I think um, you like invented Star Labs and, and founded Star Labs and did the, the, the conductor and everything. Oh, wait. Am I telling that? you about this? Am I telling you about this, Cisco? I don't tell you about alternate timelines with awesome chicks that can fly. Yeah. Or that was the one else. thing I was, I was not. It, it seemed so inevitable that he would tell them. And I thought, well, he didn't tell him about Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. So I don't know what else there is to talk about with this episode. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the next one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's pretty much the story of our experience with The Flash. It's a good show. It's fun, yeah, and, um, at the very least. Well, they always have at least one super cute moment in here. And in this one, Iris, like, completely, completely buys it that this is a new universe. For some reason, she, I don't know. She's rolling with it. And um, this was the, the extremely cute thing. He takes Iris over to, to meet his parents. Oh, my God. He just dude. wanted her to meet. like Murdered to, me. He just wanted the parents to actually meet the girl he's he's been in love with his whole life. Yeah. He knew they'd never remember it. He knew that it would just, it, it would it, that's not part of reality. He just wanted them to meet her one time. Mm-hmm. Man, that, that, that scene that killed hurt. me. That hurt. Like, big squalling baby over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They do oh, that to man. us, the Flash. They do that to us. <sighs> But you know, I I kind of think I I would I could have dealt with a little I could have dealt with a two part episode with Robert Queen being alive running around and we might still get something like that I don't know yeah. but I could have dealt with it I kind of you know make your own version of of the comic book with with uh, like we said Robert Queen running around as Green Arrow and stuff but right who knows maybe we'll still get it right anyway I think I, I think that's it you got anything else nope we'll uh, we'll have to wonder about alchemy and Iris later oh yeah alchemy. And Claris, oh man! And what Ugh. the hell's where the hell's Iris and and all that? Looking forward to next week. Always am. Such a good show. <laughs> Such a good show. Um, and hopefully Mopey you found Joe. this to be a good show. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. We are DC on Screen. You can find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter under DC on Screen. We're everywhere, guys. Come join our riotous debauch. Um, we'll be right back with uh, our, the review for Arrow 501 Legacy. And uh, we've also got a news episode today. So until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Get the max out of your tax refund at iMart Express. With two pairs starting under 40 bucks, you'll spend less on the have-tos and keep more for the want-tos. Our quality glasses are made in-store by skilled lab techs that take care of your glasses from start to finish, getting them back to you with same-day speed. Get two pairs of glasses starting under 40 bucks or two pairs of progressives for under 80. Our prices won't break the bank. Your tax refund goes further at iMart Express.